often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 600. We broke off the new hundo. I am your host, Josh Albrecht. I am recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse. My trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, the three-pawed kitty, is somewhere around. He's probably still downstairs. I'm recording this one late. At least late for me since I'm an old fucking man. <laughs> It's 7.43 p.m. Usually nowadays, I do this shit at like 2 p.m. <laughs> I get that shit done, you know. I get it done early. But it's been a long day. It's been a long day. Rough week. Long day. And oh, the energy's going away. It's going away. I had Red Bull earlier, but it was many hours ago. Many hours ago. Ugh. Just uh, if you're keeping score or keeping a record, as it were. Yeah, uh, my job did cut our hours down. Uh, we're down to three days a week. And uh, I have agreed uh, to do part-time hours. Or I, I got uh, asked to do part-time hours at my old job. And it looks like I'm going to do that. <laughs> Not happy about it. not not real. I don't want it to have two jobs anyway. Um, you know, I thought about trying the voiceover shit online and doing several other things, and it's just uh, didn't seem like a guaranteed income of any sort, which I need. I need guaranteed income to f- you know pay the bills here at the penthouse. It is not cheap, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so I'm gonna work a part time job where I get very little money. With, uh, just a just a hair, just a hair over minimum wage. Uh, where I'm gonna have to work more hours than I'm losing to you know break even. That's it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be real rough. Be tired all the time, which I already am anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm a steel worker these days. I, I feel like oh man, should just really try to make the partial unemployment work but man it is you don't get much for that you don't get much for that it's like fuck man I need all the money I can get if I just win that powerball later but uh yeah I'll manage I'll get through that somehow hopefully the day job picks up here shortly like within the next couple of weeks (laughs) anyway um yeah it's been a long day though because I think I may have mentioned this before last week or I don't know sometime but uh, my mother moved uh, I helped move my mother today Jackman uh, helped uh, uh, move her and we were just going to use his trailer so we wouldn't have to pay any extra so there wouldn't be like a massive payment but as it turned out Friday of course it snowed like a motherfucker (laughs) and it had been so warm (laughs) it had been so warm (laughs) There wasn't, you know, didn't think the snow would do much of anything. It was supposed to stay above freezing, and yet it dropped down, and there was, it dumped a lot of fucking snow out, and then it just stayed cold. And then, of course, this morning when, uh, well, I, uh, you know, talked with my mother, and um, uh, Friday night, I was like, hey, uh, 
because she had till the end of the month to uh, move out of the old apartment into the new one. And she had already had the cable shut off. And, uh, I mean, everything was packed. She just really didn't want to wait another week to have to, like, get things out of boxes, find out where it was, and then have to put it back in the box, that sort of situation. And uh, so we're like, all right. Uh, well, the thing was, you know, we we didn't use the trailer because, of course, there was snow and ice. And uh, had we used the trailer, it would have gotten a lot of that slush and slime and salt and all that shit. Uh, I don't know if there's really slime, but, you know, salt and mush of from the ice and the salt combo and <clears throat> all that good shit. Uh, that would be getting tracked on all of her uh, furniture and everything. And we didn't think that would be good. We didn't want to fuck up all of her shit. And uh, so I uh, rented a U-Haul, which I've never personally done. I mean, I've helped plenty of people move. Um, But I haven't been the one, like, renting the U-Haul. Unfortunately, we tried to contact U-Haul Friday. Of course, uh, they were closed. Um... They're not open like all weekend or anything. You can pick up truck, but what you got to do is you got to do the app. You know, everything's on the app. And uh, <sighs> did not have a good experience with it. Um, I had everything. I uh, made sure, you know, that they that I had the right location because there's many locations of U-Haul. And uh, made sure it was the one over by Sonic here in Washington, Missouri. And uh, that app sucked, man. I, actually... Initially, like renting it wasn't bad on the app. I didn't have any problems with that. <laughs> However, uh, we uh, we rented a twenty foot truck, uh, box truck, so it was all enclosed, so we didn't have to worry about the ice and everything getting on on the belongings, except for you know maybe the little time we were spent walking the stuff into the truck, <laughs> and. Uh, When we had to go collect the truck, again, they're not open at all on Saturdays. Now you just you use the app. You got to go through the whole thing's through the app. Um, they do have customer service hotlines that you can call. Um, when I went to go pick it up, of course, I was having problems getting the app to fucking work for me. It kept crashing. I had to keep redoing shit. I had to call them. I had to keep, and they would instruct me to basically just keep refreshing, refreshing, close it. So start again, and it was just like over and over and over again with this fucking app, man. It was fucking ridiculous. Finally, we got it to work. Um, I was able to get the keys uh, with using the app and everything, getting the code to get the goddamn keys. I was verified because uh, they have ver- you have to give um, a voucher. Basically, you got to give them a a number of a phone uh, phone number of a friend or somebody to vouch for you and all that stuff. I mean, there's like all this shit you got to do with the app. You got to take a picture of yourself. You got to take a picture of your driver's license. And then uh, I was able to get that stuff done. I got the fucking keys out. And then you're supposed to, what you're supposed to do is take pictures of the odometer, get the mileage and take note of, like all the shit, like like how much gas is in there, because it's supposed to be a full tank when you get it, and then you're supposed to fill it back up 
with whatever you take out of it. You know, makes sense. I would think so to most people. That's generally how it works when you rent a car or what have you. Um, <laughs> and you take pictures of any damage that's on the vehicle so that you can, uh, so they don't blame you and charge you for it. So I was able to, <clears throat> I mean, I took pictures, but it, it kicked me out of the app. It kept kicking me out of the app and I couldn't get back to where I needed to go to be able to put that information in there. But it gave me the fucking keys. We were able to drive off and we were there for pretty much an hour doing that. And also, cause it had snowed a bunch the day before we had like a fucking foot of snow <laughs> and there was ice. Um, the truck was covered in shit. There was no, uh, scraper or anything. We had to go. Thankfully we're right next to Jolly general. And, uh, we're able to get a fucking scraper out of there and fucking scrape the windows and all that shit. <laughs> and then, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, we got the the window scraped, and, well, before that, I mean, we turned the fucking thing on. It was on E. It was all the way on fucking empty. This 20-foot moving truck was on empty. The windows had ice on them. You couldn't just, like, easily scrape the fucking windows. There was a foot of snow with a layer of ice on the fucking windows. And it took forever to heat that truck up. We didn't know that we were going to have enough gas to get to the fucking gas station. <laughs> and also, meanwhile, you know, there was ice all over the parking lot. We're slipping and sliding. I thought we were going to just, one of us was going to break a leg in the parking lot. <laughs> it was, it was treacherous. Uh, but these things usually just end up happening when my mother moves. It's usually in the wintertime. Uh, it's a thing. But thankfully this time it wasn't during a holiday. Because normally that's the thing. She moved on Thanksgiving one year, Christmas on another. And then the last time she moved, it just happened to be COVID lockdowns just started. <laughs> it was just, you know, I guess at least the lockdowns weren't a thing this this time. At least it was just, I mean, we had to deal with ice mainly at the beginning of the day. Cause it, did, it did heat up quite a bit, but still, I mean, there was ice and shit when we were moving. But man, that truck situation was such a fucking bummer. We managed to make it to the gas station at least. Get fucking gas in it. And then, uh, man, it was a long day. Mainly because at both apartments, the old and the new, um, she lived on the third floor. And we had to wait for an elevator to go up and down. And so, you know, we'd get what we could in the elevator, write it down. We'll wait for the elevator, put it in, get it out, load it in, walk it up, load it in the truck. And there was a good space to walk. Uh, not as bad in the old apartment. In the new apartment, there was a very long hallway. <laughs> very long hallway. Though it's really nice there. Her new apartment, it's these... Uh, new apartments or behind Casey's here in Washington and man, they are, they're senior apartments and it's like being in a nice hotel. I mean, as soon as you go in there, I mean, it, you can smell the cleaning products. It, it gave the smell was exactly the smell of the hotels I was going to in Europe. I was like, Holy shit. I'm my back in Ireland. What's going on here? <laughs> and, and since it's St. Patrick's day, a lot of the uh, residents <laughs> had uh, Irish sayings and stuff like uh, by their doors. <laughs> I was just like, Holy fuck. Am I, Holy shit. 
I'm back, back in the Emerald Isle. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was funny with that smell, too, because uh, Jackman was saying to me that while we were uh, moving, that smells that really bring memories back for him. And it's a lot with, like, he'll smell a smell and remember a song. This is when he used to, like, record and stuff in the early days of his... Uh, uh, early bands like Oral Defecation and Torrance, uh, they'd set up uh, just well, not even to record, I guess, just even to just play to you know have some sound dampening stuff. They uh, put up the styrofoam, uh, eggshell styrofoam stuff on the uh, walls, and he's like, "That smell makes him remember." Uh, I believe it was the band Snot, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so we were. It took. It took uh, many hours to get that done as uh, most of the time was like waiting for the uh, waiting for an elevator or like waiting inside the elevator. <laughs> it was it was so slow with the fucking elevator. It was like, holy shit. You know, have we just been moving into like a ground floor place to where a, you know, it was, if it was just a house and on ground floor, I mean, just bam. I mean, we've been done in like an hour and a half, maybe. Loading and unloading would have been a fucking breeze. <laughs> we weren't moving very far across town. Very few miles were driven. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, mainly waiting for stuff. And then, uh, unfortunately, when uh, after we dropped off the truck and uh, made the mistake of putting the keys <laughs> in the drop box before finishing the stuff on the app, and... Uh, I had to call once again <laughs> the service number, which I ended up, which is weird with their rentals. You have to specify exactly how many hours. It's not for like a day. So I had no fucking idea how long it was going to take us to move. And just the initial thing it said was six hours. I was like, six hours. I think that should be enough, which it took us just a hair over six hours. But I didn't want another fucking late charge. I figured the late charge would be more expensive than me just, like, updating. So I went on the app, and I fucking extended it, which was, like, another 20 bucks to, like, extend the time. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, I did that. You know, we probably would have been fine had the situation with picking up the truck not been an issue. It was just fucking ridiculous trying to <laughs> pick up this truck. And, uh... Yeah, so uh, we got that all done, and then uh, Jackman went back. Uh, we dropped uh, all of his, uh, he had all the equipment, dolly and pads and all that stuff we needed, and we uh, dropped that shit back off at his house, and uh, I drove my car back over to my mom's old apartment uh, to pick her up and whatnot and grab what, like the food stuff. We left the food stuff there to keep it in the fridge and everything, and then Oh, uh, um, she's, I mean, she's getting pretty old now, so she's, she's, uh, forgetful. It, it happens, you know, unfortunately, uh, a lot of us, if we make it to an old age, your brain kind of turns to mush and it's a, uh, you know, fucking sucks. But, uh, she, I gave her, I made the mistake <laughs> of taking the key to her new apartment and giving it to her. And it was like, this is the key to your new apartment. Uh, like uh you know hold on to that i thought she would just put it on she's got a big keychain that she will uh that she got a big old strap on it that she like wears around her neck so she won't 
like drop it and forget it anywhere. I, I just figured she would put it on there. I should have, you know, made sure she put that on there, but uh, she didn't do that. And then she, I guess she put it down on the counter. <laughs> and then she picks it up a little, a little bit later and be like, hey, what's this? I'm like, that is the key to your new apartment. And again, knowing that she forgot that that was the key to her new apartment, I should have been like, dude, dude, grab that key. <laughs> Let's make sure we have that fucking key. I'm like, this is the key to your new apartment. Don't lose it. <laughs> and then, uh, I had finished filling up my car with the last few things, and we proceeded to drive over to the new apartment. And then, uh, well, no, let me back up. We did not drive over to the new apartment yet. We got inside the car, and we had her dog with us and everything, and loaded up. And uh, and she's like, okay, what did I do with my key? I'm like, uh, I gave it to you. Uh, you didn't put it on your <laughs> keychain, and and she didn't. She lost it. And we had no fucking clue where it was. So I went back up to the old apartment, looked everywhere. I looked on the floor. I looked on top of the fridge. I opened up the fridge. Like maybe she made a mistake. She had something she wanted to grab and just dropped it. I don't know. I looked in the carpet. I looked in the fucking bathroom. I looked everywhere. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> I like went through the bags that we had put in my car, went through all of those. Nowhere, none of them, nothing. She looked through her purse, looked through like everything we had. I looked through my car, <laughs> couldn't fucking find the key. So I'm like, all right, you got, you know, a number to like a maintenance guy or somebody that can get a fucking keys or a manager. You know, it's a Saturday. It's probably gonna be hard to get a hold of somebody, but you know, this is, they got to have a master key and of course couldn't get a hold of anybody there was an emergency maintenance line where she was able to leave a message (laughs) so I was like well let's just you know let's go over there and at least get this stuff out of the car and into your apartment hopefully by then you know we can and then we'll just also go through that shit again to see if you know I missed it somehow while I was in the car it's in there and uh of course by the time we got uh to the apartment. Um, there was no phone call. Nobody had, we still hadn't heard from anybody. Uh, and, uh, uh, mom went through all the bags again while I was finished unloading the car. <laughs> still hadn't heard. And then, uh, she contacted her friend, Marianne that used to live in the same apartments that she did and then moved into these new ones. And we were able to stay over at her place, and you know, uh, she gave us, she was kind enough to give us some beverages, some water, and uh, uh, it was a diet coke, I think. She gave them other anyway. And uh, th- those apartments are really nice, <laughs> by the way. Anyway, and uh, <clears throat> she was saying there was, uh, I guess, a janitor of sorts uh, <laughs> that that worked there that was like, oh, like right by, and she was able to get a hold of him. And then, uh, but it took a while, and he was trying to get a hold of the, the maintenance guy to actually have the key and stuff. And then I was like, it, we were over there for a while. We were waiting there for a while. I was like, well, let me just, I guess just fuck it. I'll just go back to the old apartment and just see if I can find the key. Because... <laughs> Right now, I feel like I'm not gonna even get some sleep tonight. Like it was getting, it was getting rough, and I hadn't eaten jack shit all day, so I was like getting cranky. I was getting tired. 
And, uh, yeah, uh, I went back to the apartment and, uh, you know, I'm looking at the ground all the way up. Like, where could she have dropped this fucking key or like, what the fuck did she do with it? You know, I'm not seeing anything. I asked, uh, there was a couple of guys out front, um, and chatting with them for a little bit. And we're like, Hey, you, you know, you seen this fucking key, like a house key with a key, great key, key fob <laughs> on it. And uh, they had not seen anything. Went back up to the apartment, man. I le- I searched the fucking carpet. I was searching. And then, uh, you know, all over the apartment again and nothing. There's no fucking key to be seen. And uh, then she, uh, my mother, uh, texted me and said the, the the apartment's unlocked. I guess the maintenance guy had finally got the message and and came by and unlocked it for her. And <laughs> I'm like, all right, fuck it. I guess, <laughs> guess this key's just nowhere to be found. And then I uh, lock up the old apartment. I walk outside and then I'm like, you know what? I just need to walk by where the car was parked last time. One last time. And there was another car parked there from where we had parked last. But there was a key with a great key fob on it. Right where my mother's door would have been. So she must have dropped it as she was getting into the car. Just like, bam, right there. And uh, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? It was fucking right there. I mean, I knew it was some fucking spot. I mean, it had to be somewhere. It didn't just fucking grow a pair of wings and fly off. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Like, I guess I would just uh, figured she must have looked down there and I didn't turn to look on that side of the car. I wish I would have, obviously, because that would have saved me a lot of trouble. <laughs> I'd have gotten home early, hours ago. I would have recorded this hours ago. But as it is, that's just the way the, the world works sometimes. Just the way the ball rolls. I don't know. <laughs> Call it what you will. It's been a long night. So I ended up, I still got my Powerball ticket though. So I still, you know, still got my, playing my numbers. I made it there before. <laughs> they closed that down for the day. And uh, I, I ate gas station food because I didn't have time to fucking make a pizza and stuff. And I had been hours past the time I would normally fucking eat. So I'm like, fucking, I got to eat something. So I got the... Uh, food from Casey's that had been in the on the heater for too long that stuff and I figured being that late at night like it, it generally you get food that's you know the gas station food that's been on the heater um you wait too long it's gonna be pretty bad <laughs> and uh it was pretty rough pretty rough but I was so fucking hungry I was like fuck yeah all right I I skipped a pizza because that clearly looked like leather at this point and leathery pizza it's just not just not good for anybody i had the uh like cheese balls that they had it was a fried pork loin or something it was a fried pork thing that uh, was a little overcooked but i put plenty of mustard on it and a uh, pickle kind of hide that and i did get an apple pie that wasn't a warm apple pie but i threw that fucker in the microwave for too long <laughs> Burnt myself a little bit, but uh, good warm apple pie. And I I forgot it about again about uh, having Girl Scout cookies that I ordered from Jimmy Cro-Magnon's uh, daughter. That uh, I ordered uh, whenever I guess she it'd been a while. 
I don't remember when it was that uh, she had ordered or she had uh, been selling the Girl Scout cookies, but it had been a while, long enough for me to forget, which could have been two days ago at this point. <laughs> my memory's not quite as bad as my mother's, but it's getting pretty rough. <laughs> uh, I'm going to blame that on working at factories for so long and breathing in extremely hazardous uh, fumes and shit. It fucks with you, man. Yeah, just you know the the monotonous work is also does number on your brain. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So I had a little bit of Girl Scout cookies. Had some. Uh, I got some tagalongs, uh, thin mints, and was it dosi dos? I think those might be the three I've got. Something like that. Something like that. They're cookies. They're Girl Scout cookies. Which uh. I don't know. I haven't been really feeling. I haven't been feeling sweets at all, in generally. I guess maybe it's because I'm getting back into running. I'm trying to, trying to be more healthy. I don't know what it is. Maybe because I changed up my breakfast routine. <laughs> like I was doing, I went to doing some pretty unhealthy shit. Like I started doing uh, the French toast sticks, the frozen fresh French toast sticks. Wasn't putting any syrup on them, but I was, you know, putting those in the toaster oven with a hash brown. And. uh Having that for breakfast, I feel like there might have been something mixed with that. <laughs> I guess it's not the like the worst breakfast in the world. Those French toast sticks probably can't. I would imagine not the greatest thing for you. Now I'm back to doing my old running routine in the morning, where I eat a bowl of oatmeal with some pecans and and some syrup. Syrup, not jelly. Rocking the syrup, <laughs> but uh, not the scissorp. I'm not putting scissorp. <laughs> In my oatmeal. Uh, I'm not planning on a, a rap career to save my myself financially. Although, you know, I don't have that great of rhythm, even though I play guitar. Like, that's probably not a great idea. I don't think this old white guy can just start a new career as a rapper. <laughs> uh, usually doesn't go well when old white guys decide, you know what, I'm going to start rapping. That's how I'm going to make my money. <laughs> it's like famous last words. Uh, but yeah, no scissorp in my oatmeal. Just just regular syrup. And uh, some pecans, you know. Go with the old school method to get the... And I've been rocking the uh, omega-3 in the mornings. I think that... Maybe it's the omega-3. Something has made it to where, like, I've... There for a long time, I was just like, I need fucking candy. I need candy. <laughs> and going nuts with, you know, like fucking ice cream and all this shit and like blah, blah, blah. Or maybe I finally just got tired of being in out of shape. I don't know what it is, but something has clicked off in me again to where I'm like, no, I don't want this shit. So like the Girl Scouts they haven't hit the spot. You know, there's certain times when I'm like, man, it's fucking 10 minutes or fucking the shiz. But I don't know. I'm just not in a sweet phase, man. Not a sweet phase. That hasn't stopped me from eating them, but it has stopped me from eating like the whole box at once, <laughs> which is is a positive. I don't need to be eating that much thin mints. Uh, but uh, yeah, thin mints. The the tagalongs are good. I like the tagalongs. I think I'm th- thinking if if I'm thinking the right one, I like the. The tagalongs. It's uh, I get mixed up on so on a few of those. 
As uh, I did, I think maybe I mentioned this uh, last week or or what have you, because I feel like I got it last week. But I did get the Reese's hearts. They're pink hearts that were for Valentine's Day. I had to get them because I saw on the internet that people were showing pictures of them, and it looks like a scrotum. So I was like, I gotta eat a scrotum that tastes like Reese's. And and you know what? I did. I ate several scrotums that tasted like Reese's. <laughs> Reese's scrotums. See, they can market it, and since you can only really sell that during Valentine's Day if it's a pink heart, but if it's a scrotum and it looks like truck nuts, you can sell that all year, baby. You can sell that at porn shops. Here you go. See, if it's Reese's, I don't give a fuck what it looks like. I'll fucking go down on that shit, if you know what I'm saying. If it's a massive fucking cock that is filled with Reese's. <laughs> I will deep throat that like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to chew. I'm going to chew. I'm going to give a toothy blowjob at that point. I mean, I'm going to I want to enjoy every inch of that Reese's. Every inch of that Reese's. Uh, the whole thing is Agent Mulder here's saying, "Fuck yeah, why don't you ever give me the Reese's?" But, you know, from what I understand, chocolate's not good for cats or dogs. As uh he is now Jumping on the keyboard, and uh, thankfully hasn't stopped the recording. <laughs> but it made some sounds. I don't know. I don't know what button you hit, buddy. I don't know what hit button you hit. Now he's gonna hit the microphone. <laughs> he's uh, such a sidekick here. He's really helping out the show. He's very upset with me because I uh, I've been gone forever. I left it seven something this morning. And I didn't get back. I mean, I got back 12 hours later. It was like 7-something when I showed back at, at home. Well, I stopped at home very briefly to get my car. Came in, gave him a couple of treats at like 2 o'clock. Or well, like 2.30, 2.40, something like that. And then I was like, dude, I gotta go, man. I gotta go. We should be done shortly. And uh, I was not done shortly. Was not done shortly. It took a lot longer because the key situation... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he was not real happy with it. I mean, he was excited that I was finally home and going nuts and all over me. But he's like, what the fuck, dude? You abandoned me. You abandoned me. <laughs> uh, you know, I tried to make it up to him. I gave him some treats when I came in. And then uh, cleaned his, after cleaning his litter box, and well, I ate. Then I cleaned his litter box. And uh, I was kind enough to, of course, do the brushing. And I gave him a delectable. You know, that's a, that's a special treat. I don't give him that every night. Those delectables, he's got, he gets a little sick with the uh, soft food, so I gotta, I can't give him that a lot, but uh, I gave him the delectable, and man, he loves that shit. You love the delectables, don't you, Fox? Oh, yeah. That's a sidekick right there. He's just rubbing up on me. As, uh, I don't think he was up here originally for the podcast, because he's like, oh, he's kind of still like, oh, you bastard. You abandoned me. Which sucks, you know, with me working two jobs now, and I can be gone longer. And he's going to have some more abandonment issues. If only I could afford to give him a friend. Another another kitty, a feline, if you will. A scully, perhaps. <laughs> so I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of the name Dana. But scully, I would just call her scully. I wouldn't, you know, go with, like, first name basis like Fox. Agent Scully and Agent Moeller. Fox and Scully. I'd just call her scully for short. But I figure if I'm going to get a female cat, since I have a moldery, there's got to be a scully, right? That's just kind of the way the world works. 
It's the yin and the yang. They complete each other. It is the Jedi with the dark and the light. You gotta balance out both. Have balance in the force. You gotta have a Scully to your Mulder. And unfortunately, I've let him. I feel like I've let him down. I feel like I've let him down. We haven't found Scully yet, buddy. We haven't found Scully. I feel like he wouldn't be so sad and everything if he had a playmate to terrorize. I think he'd be okay with the other cats. I mean, what time he was... Uh, my friend Megan, of course, was fostering him for a little while there. Uh, he was, From what I understand, he was good with the other cats. So I, th- I think he'd be fine. But, I mean, I don't know. He's lived here for a couple of years now. I feel like he's probably going to be very territorial. Like, bitch, what's up? This is my house. <laughs> You're up in my house. That's almost like... Like, do you do a play date with a cat to, like, get to know each other? To, to, to make sure that they're going to be okay with each other? Is that is that a thing? <laughs> like, uh, I got to see if these cats are going to like each other. As, uh, let's see here. Cat play dates. <laughs> uh, now, this is just for taking cats out. This is, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. <laughs> see here. Catster says, can my cat have a play date with another cat? Benefits and safety tips. Safety tips would be good. Says here, you've probably noticed that cats love to play and you play with your feline as much as possible. However, have you ever wondered if your cat could have a play date with another cat? Yes. Cats can have play dates with other cats, and it's actually good for them. As an ad popped up. <laughs> Playtime is essential for a cat's social and physical development also. I'm sorry, buddy. I have let you down. If you have a kitten that lives alone, you should probably try to get the cat a play date with another feline. You never know when you want to adopt another cat, and this is the perfect way to get your current kitten ready to get along with older cats and other cats in general. As I forgot to turn my phone on to silent. And, uh, however, you'll want to do a few things to prepare for a kitty play date ahead of time. We'll talk about play dates with other cats, how to prepare, and more in this article. So there's all kinds of ads on this fucking page. Let's see, what is a cat play date? This is, this is good to know. Even as a pet parent, you've probably not heard of a play date for cats, or if you had, you might wonder what a cat play date is. Play dates with cats are get-togethers that allow cats to release some pent-up energy and play together. Not only does the interaction help your cat release excess energy, but it's also great for socializing your pet. This is true, especially if your cat lives alone and doesn't get to be around or play with other cats. A play date is beneficial, especially for kittens who are still trying to learn their way, love to play a lot, and are still open to socialization with other animals. Most cats lose this love to play and socialize as they get older. But if your older cat still loves these things, play dates could also be great for it. So it could be great for you, Fox. It could be. Could be. But I don't know. Do cats really need socialization? According to the experts, kittens especially need socialization. Socializ- socialization isn't just about introducing your cat to other cats, however. Uh, 
It's also about introducing your cat to humans and other animals so that they know how to act when one comes around. I gotta say, my my buddy John Gale has been coming over, and uh, coming over. He's coming over twice. The day we went to the Blues game, and another day we went to Mexican. He's been around Fox, and Fox seemed to really enjoy John. Seemed to really enjoy John. So, I mean, he seems to be cool with people. See here, in fact, cats that haven't been socialized can become too timid or even aggressive with other people and animals. Kittens are usually pretty easy to socialize until they're around 14 weeks of age. After that, it gets tricky. So make sure to socialize your kitten as soon as possible for the best results. Playing is an important part of keeping your cat mentally and physically engaged. And a great toy will make it much easier. We like Hepper's Catnip Stick Toys, as they're trying to sell me toys. Because <laughs> they're sturdy enough to handle intense play. Intense play. And completely filled with organic catnip. You'll love the fun range of pastel colors, and your cat will enjoy the prey-like shape. Uh, this, yeah, th- man, this thing just keeps going on. I, I feel like, yeah, it just says, like, yeah, it should be good for your cat to... Have a play date. <laughs> There's a let's read what Reddit has to say. Not not a website like Catster that's just trying to sell me cat shit. <laughs> what what do the people have to say? What does on cat advice on Reddit? What are you what are you people saying? Huh? What are you saying? I'll join. I'm gonna join this. I need cat advice. Which reminds me, a side note: a guy I used to work with. Uh, he was a college student at the time, just doing uh, some part-time work. Um, and uh, he, his old roommate, they like to play pranks on each other And uh, from college. And he found a, a deal to where he could pay like some kind of monthly thing, I guess it was, service for uh, text messages to be sent to anybody. Random cat facts. It would send every day at like a certain time, and I think it would like change the number each time of what <laughs> the number was for these cat facts. I was like, "That's fantastic!" Yeah, I would love to just get random cat facts like texting me, and then I'd be like, "Oh, where's the next one? I want my cat back!" <laughs> like that's just a great troll, <laughs> great little prank thing. But I, I, I'm like, what? but I'd be like, "Why am I getting cat facts?" <laughs> Like texted to me. Anyway, all right, okay. Here on uh, cat advice uh, re- subreddit, whatever, um, it's saying, are cat play dates a thing? People take dogs to the park to socialize. Can the same be done with cats and people in homes? My cat is getting older now more, and she isn't getting enough mental stimulation. I'd like her to meet another cat, but I don't have room for one to live here. So are cat play dates a thing? I'm leaning towards no, but I need to be talked out of this thing. Says here the that was uh who who posted that uh disastrous airline twenty eight posted that two years ago. I love these names because I wonder if they even made it up because mine is spirited succotash five which I did not make that up. I wish I could just make up my own name. Here's the Obi robot. Says cats are territorial and also not big fans of unfamiliarity. A uh, play date with an unfamiliar cat will be very unpleasant for both cats. Interactive toys, puzzles, and a window with lots of birds to look at are the way to go. 
which I, I do that. You know, I try to keep them playing with toys. I don't have any puzzles for him. That's one. But, uh, you know, he's got windows he can look at. I don't always keep the windows open. I You know, if he seems like he really wants to look out the window, I'll pop the blinds up for him. But uh, I do play videos for him on YouTube. But uh, it says here, Disaster Stairline Line says, she only plays when I play with her. She doesn't play with toys alone. I only play with her for like 20 minutes a day. That's why I'm worried she's under-stimulated. Her window view is high-rise condo, so no nature. Well, yeah, that's kind of a problem here, too. There's really not much to see outside. Um, so, well, there are a few more options I can think of. Play with her using interactive toys for longer if she's up for it. Try different non-interactive toys in case she finds one she likes. Cats can be picky. That's for damn sure. Put on YouTube for cats occasionally. It's mostly just videos of birds and squirrels. Get fish or a hamster. Oh, man, that sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> or something and set up a cat bed next to the aquarium slash terrarium. Obviously, make sure to heavily cat-proof it. Uh, treat puzzles, which I should probably maybe look into those. Lastly, just remember that they usually just sleep when you're not there, and the most important stimulation they can get is interacting with you. Um, <laughs> there's a deleted thing. The person deleted their Reddit. It says... They're replying to the get a, a fish or a hamster or something, set up a cat bed next to the aquarium slash terrarium. Uh, wouldn't that be incredibly stressful for the smaller animal? It doesn't, doesn't seem very humane to have another animal being stressed and terrified 24-7 just to provide your cat with some entertainment. Uh, OB Robot says, it depends on the animal. In my experience, hamos have varying reactions, but most are fine with the presence of a cat after a certain acclimation period. Just don't allow any way for the cat to get into the cage or other eyes interact with the hamster beyond watching, and it won't mind. Fish absolutely don't care. <laughs> if OP is concerned that a rodent might be freaked out by the cat, a small fish tank is the safe option. Uh, fish are generally oblivious. Uh, do do. But yeah, I'm not seeing anybody. Uh saying that they take their cats on play dates. Even though that article there on Catster would really say that, yeah, this is a thing. Uh, <clears throat> do, do, do. Cat play dates with cats that used to live together. I mean, that would make sense if the cats knew each other and be like, holy shit. <clears throat> I mean, a lot of these websites that are like pet for sites are actually like, yeah, do it. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of sites saying, saying yeah to it. Um, I mean, I guess I, I, f I feel like if I did that though, I'd feel like, oh, like, okay, buddy, I got to give you a buddy now. If we're like, you know, he, if it really goes well too. Like, oh, God damn it. Now I got to get another fucking cat. <laughs> You're going to have to clean up after two of them. And, uh, you know. That would that would mean more food, more litter, more cleaning, more money spent on animals, and uh, you know the uh, there's there's enough bills here at the penthouse <laughs> as uh, as yeah as uh, I did you know uh, maybe I talked about it or maybe I didn't I thought there was fraud on my credit card. And uh, I've been waiting on uh, that to be resolved, which there was a mysterious charge, my credit card. But I think 
Not certain. It might have been. I was signing up to a lot of VR porn sites, the trial period, and then immediately canceling them just to get just long enough for me to download the videos that I wanted. You know, <laughs> it is possible, though I don't know for sure. It may have been because the initial charge was a, like a ten dollar charge, and then a reoccurring charge every month. First, it was like twenty something, and then it went bloomed up to like thirty. I was like, "Fuck!" They're slowly increasing the payments, but the the website was NYC TROL, like New York City Troll. Although there was only one L, not two. But I felt like, "Oh, this is definitely somebody scamming me." And it might have been one of those VR porn sites. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. My bank has not talked to me yet about whether or not they believe it was fraud or not. I don't know. Um, so maybe I'll get some of that money back or not. It was over a hundred dollars and fuck, even if it wasn't fraud, I mean, I meant I canceled the, everyone that I signed up for, I canceled within days cause I didn't want to pay past the trial period. Like there's initial pay for the trial period, but it's like a cheaper fee. Where I was just paying for one month. I'm just like, yeah, let's just get these videos. Because I want the high high quality shit, man. I want the high quality shit. Because the shit you get for free on Pornhub isn't the highest quality. And, you know, hey, I'm helping performers out more by actually paying a little bit for... Those websites aren't cheap, too. Like, if there's not a trial period, trial period is usually like $10 or something. Or the first month is like basically the trial period. Or it's like 10 bucks. And then, uh, but a lot of them it's like twenty to thirty dollars a month for like a, a fucking one month, unless you do like you pay for a whole year or something. I'm like, I don't need to pay for a whole year of VR porn unless I'm just gonna be streaming it. You know, I, that's why I got a whole new fucking uh, SSD drive in my computer is just to fill up with VR porn. So, uh, which I still got some room on there. I'd like to put some other VR porn on there. You know, it gets a little addictive. I even I don't watch it that much, really. Because I'm old and my dick doesn't go up as much as it used to. It's it's not saying, hey, let's play all the time. Like it did like when I was 20. Or when I was like 32. <laughs> or when I was like 38. Well, 38, that's when I started having issues. The prostate, the UTI. And, you know, you start having a couple of different doctors stick their thumb up your ass. I don't know. I guess you, you just don't have as much, you know... <laughs> Not as much gets you up anymore. Maybe I should try sticking my thumb up my ass and see if I get hard. <laughs> I don't think so. Because I didn't get hard. It was not a thing I had whenever the, the doctors thumbed my asshole. Played the magic trick where they made their thumb disappear in my ass. It, I did not get it hard. Although I felt like, especially the first time when I had the UTI, the thumb was up my ass. Or was it his thumb or was it his index finger? You know, I don't remember. They stuck a finger up my ass. Does it really matter which one? They were they were making their digits disappear up my anus. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it, there was no sense of pleasure. But there was, like, it, it immediately felt the uh, intense pressure to piss everywhere. Somehow hold that back. And uh wasn't, like, a pleasurable thing. So I don't think... Though, you know, I would imagine when somebody shoves a digit or a, or a cock up your ass, they're probably trying to do give you pleasure, you know? Give you, like, hit hit that G spot, which from what I understand is a, like the prostate for a, for a, 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 a dude. 
you know, for a, a guy. You wouldn't hit that G spot. It's it's hard to hit <laughs> for like a unless you insert something in there. From what I understand, I'm guessing the doctor tried to avoid the G spot and just go to make me piss. <laughs> Maybe that's how he got off. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember being quite as bad on the second time. The, though I feel like I did have to piss, but it was, I guess, because I had been taking antibiotics and the uh, infection had gone away. <laughs> but I didn't feel like I was going to piss all over that doctor's office. But I don't know. It was several years ago. Several years ago. I'm getting old. I just like That's the exciting parts of my life is like, ooh, I went to the doctor. Shoved a finger up my ass. <laughs> uh Used to be like, hey, I went to fucking Russia last week and I shit the bed. I mean, that used to be some exciting stuff. Now, if I were to go to Russia, I mean, it's, I can't go directly there. And it's a kind of a problem. I'd have to be really watching over my shoulder now. Like, they're going to find I'm American. They're going to find out I'm not a right winger. That could be a real problem, which I, I shouldn't probably be admitting that now. Although, if you listen to every one of these podcasts, especially, you know, from several years back, might figure that out. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, here soon, like, uh, things could get rough. Things could get rough. And, uh, yeah, definitely if I went to Russia and they found out I was leaning a little too far to the left, it might, uh, I mean, just being American, being over there is not a great idea now. Unless you're Tucker Carlson, then you're, then you're completely fine. I mean, if I just go around and say Vladimir Putin is the greatest, which he's not, he's a horrible, disgusting human being, one of the worst that has lived amongst us. Um, the worst, I would say, the Rus- worst Russian leader, which I'm already, oh, see, I'm, see, I'm putting myself on the shit list. I, I'm afraid I, I shouldn't go anywhere near Russia now, though I wasn't planning on it. Um, it would be cool to go again if, if things were the way they used to be. Before the invasion of Ukraine, before the 2014 invasion, man, which I only went after that. But anyway, yeah, Putin is the worst leader Russia since Stalin. I mean, he hasn't gone Stalin levels. That guy, very few have. I mean, I guess you say Adolf Hitler was worse. But, I mean, speaking Russian, I mean, Russian leaders, there's been some crazy ones before Stalin. But Stalin had, I mean, his purges, there's some very large estimates for the deaths that Stalin was responsible for. Like they say, no one knows for sure. It's hard to categorize that sort of thing, especially from that long ago. But, uh, I mean, I've heard somewhere around like 30 million. But, you know... Hitler tried to have a whole race of people eradicated with death camps. And uh, had he continued, I mean, he would have killed at least everyone uh, that was Jewish and along with, and once that had happened, I'm sure the Nazis would have been able, wouldn't have moved on to whatever their next target would be. And uh, they had no qualms whatsoever about mass extermination. Uh, but Stalin... Uh, See stolen death toll. Hmm. Well, yeah. There's wide, wide, <laughs> varying 
um, uh, accounts of how many people Stalin killed. Like here, saying like from six, six million to nine million that he commanded the deaths for. Um, like here, with well, this isn't Kiora, you know. I don't know how accurate they are, <laughs> but it's saying. Uh, Stalin was responsible for killing like 23 million, whereas Hitler was 17 million. That's including, you know, the Holocaust plus just, you know, everybody outside of the Holocaust and just the world war, basically. Um, Or Mao Zedong, uh, which of course was the Chinese leader from 1943 to 1976, was responsible for killing 78 million. And uh, according to Kiora, um, he killed the most. Well, this is saying killed, purposely killed. So I'm. This is the people that he had ordered killed. But again, I don't know. I mean, that's <clears throat> that's uh. <laughs> who's who's figuring this shit out? And also, how do you go about figuring that shit out in the past? I mean, Stalin's Stalin's definitely one of the worst. Hitler and yeah, Hitler and Mao. I mean, obviously. They're up there. It's, uh, it's like, I guess, saying, like, you know, St. Louis. It's always high for uh, murders per capita. It's always in the top three, especially East St. Louis. We're riding up there. It's, uh, you know, some, you know, a lot of people say it's good to be best at something. I don't know that that's necessarily what you want to be best at. Unless you're just, like, an evil fuck. It's definitely not something I want my city to be best at since, uh, you know, I got to live there. And I wouldn't want the leader of my country to be best at murdering people that, you know, <laughs> not something I would be a real big fan of. As, uh, <clears throat> yeah, there's varying, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, speculation on how like we're talking millions of difference of uh how many people that he's believed to have killed because they he did the the purges he forced all these farmers off their lands and shit and forced the soviet union to like modernize he created these uh i mean he did some awful shit to ukraine speaking of you know how awful vladimir putin is stalin was created massive famines there uh, the Holodomor, um, which means murder through starvation, was uh, you know, meant to just kill off all these fucking Ukrainians. I mean, it was it was brutal. And uh, yeah, I don't know where why I went to to this from. I went from moving <laughs> and having to work part time to murderous dictators. Uh, I don't know where, I have no idea where this is going, why I went this route. Oh, you know, one thing I was going to talk about, um, speaking of murdering, there's a new show. I'm going to have to pull up old IMDb, I guess, here. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Is that not... I don't think that's the right one. I'm trying to remember the name of this shit. Let's see here. It's on Netflix. Uh, I 
Oh, I can't spell devil. It's Devin. <laughs> it's not Devil May Cry. There's a Devil May Cry animated series? I did not know that. I'm going to have to... Oh, it's The Devil on Trial, I think, is the name of this. I think. Yeah, The Devil... Let's see here. The Devil on Trial. That That is it. Um, Yeah, so there was a murder, I guess, in the 1980s. This uh, they just put this documentary out on Netflix. It says twenty twenty three here, but I, it just showed up like recently added on mine. So you know maybe it ended I added like December or so. I don't know when. It was fairly recently, <clears throat> but I watched it. Um, it's not rated real high <laughs> on the IMDb. Three stars. Three stars. As uh. They'd have some reenactments in there, but it's a documentary about a, a true story, truish story. <laughs> it's about uh, the couple, the Warrens, uh, well, the Warrens are in there. They talk about them, but though that's who the conjuring is based off of the, uh, um, <clears throat> but you leave, uh, this is the time that this murder happened. Okay. This guy got stabbed to death. And the fella that stabbed him claimed that he did not remember it and that he was possessed by the devil, which is, I mean, of course that's a reasonable argument to be made in a court of law, right? I mean, who hasn't known somebody that's been possessed by the devil and, like, murdered somebody? It's, dude, this shit happens all the time. I mean, I've known so many people, <laughs> so many people. Like so, so many people, like zero, that have <laughs> been possessed by the devil and done like all kinds of horrible shit. Um, but it, yeah, this guy it claimed to be possessed by the devil and uh, murdered this guy, stabbed him to death, and uh, it majority of the film, it's like an hour and a half long. Oh, hour and 21 minutes. That's how long it is. And up until the last 21 minutes, they only talked to people that said he was possessed by the devil. And you have, like, I guess in the same family, he had a younger brother that had issues with being possessed. And, uh, some great audio. They got all this audio of this kid being possessed. And uh, they talked to him as an adult. And, you know, it's like 40 years later that this documentary takes place after this fucking murder. Again, it happened like early 80s or something. And uh, the little kid, not the one that murdered, but the, like the older brother, I guess, from if I remember correctly, because I was kind of kind of doing other things while I was watching this to be... To <laughs> To be hundred percent honest, I wasn't that into it. Um, but he had the the little kid was like had all these possessions, times being possessed, and uh, there's all this audio of it, recorded audio, no video, but like this some funny shit. And apparently, when the murder trial happened, like they sent this audio to like radio stations, and they were playing their shit. We like he was possessed by the devil. His brother was possessed by the devil. <laughs> At this kid, you could hear him just, you know, he's basically like a kid with Tourette's. He's going, 
you fat dick pork chop. <laughs> I'll kill you. I mean, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. It's like, it's so scary. He's possessed by the devil. You fat dick pork chop. I will kill you. <laughs> that's the, that can be the, of course, that's the only reasonable explanation that there would be an audio of a child saying, you fat dick pork chop, I will kill you. <laughs> I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. The only thing that makes sense. Obviously, possessed by the devil. And his brother must have also been touched by the dark one and then murdered this guy. I mean, he doesn't remember it. He doesn't remember it all. So, of course, it must be the case. This is the only thing that makes any reasonable sense is the only thing of course <laughs> as uh again all they talk to you was people like i think they even talked to like a cop at the time and stuff and they talked to there was probably some preachers apparently there was an exorcism on the kid <laughs> at one point and shit and then uh uh and when the, the uh, when the the day of the court the trial well I, I don't remember if it was before or after I'm, this is a big spoiler so if you don't want me to spoil the thing for you stop this now and then go watch it spoiler alert when you get to like the last 20 minutes this is when they start to get to the actual trial and like I think right before the trial they get to like the middle brother and then he says, yeah, this was all bullshit. Which I heard that. I was like, there's no way. I heard the audio. There's no way an 11-year-old child is going to say in this voice where he's like, you fat dick pork chop, I will kill you. <laughs> you cut. There's no, there's no way that an 11-year-old child could have said that. Uh, to his, his mother, I think it was his mother. He was saying that too. I don't remember the exact words. I remember there being like fat dick pork chop, and there was stuff about murder. A lot of stuff about murder, which also, which of course means possessed. If you say murder multiple times that you're gonna kill somebody, like it just means you know once means you you might actually want be wanting to murder that person. You know, three to four times that's obviously devil possession at that point. <laughs> Obviously, but his middle brother said, yeah, this was all bullshit. And that uh, the recording of it was like complete bullshit. Like the, <laughs> like his father would like threat, like smack the kid and be like, and then he would like listen to his father. Like, would the devil just like listen to that? <laughs> but uh, apparently, um, According to this uh, middle brother, um, like, now, you know, I don't know this to be a fact. Uh, <clears throat> let's see, drug. Do, do, do. Let's see here, drug. I want to know what the drug of this. Oh, okay, I found it. <clears throat> yeah, the middle brother, it said that his mother had uh what she had taken she was writing a journal like every night she was uh 
And in the journal, she he finally started to piece stuff together because she was saying, let's see here, let's read this off an article of Time magazine, time.com. Da, 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 da. All right, let, yeah, let's just go to the conclusion, or grim conclusion, where we spoil it all. 1985, Arne Johnson and Debbie Glatzel got married in prison. Arne is the uh, the one brother that uh, committed the murder. Uh, I mean, was possessed by the devil <laughs> and was forced to murder. Um, Arne was released a year later after having served five years for good behavior. The pair stayed together until Debbie's death in 2021. That's not bad to uh, spend that long in prison for murder. Just saying. I mean, not bad at all. I mean, you can't wish for that. Just like five years for murder. Anyway. But the four Glatzel siblings are scattered and rarely keep in contact after his parents' death. Carl was sorting through their belongings. That's the brother that said it was all bullshit. Carl was sorting through their belongings when he found a note from his mother. Well, the family had their medicine tonight. And everything was good. He believes that she had been drugging the rest of the family with Salmonex. A sleep aid by putting it in their food. Uh, but Salmonex has long-lasting effects on people, Carl says. Mood swings, weight gain, and hallucinations. It is very possible that my brother David has ingested enough of this stuff over the years where he did see things, or at least he thought he saw things. And the, they get more involved in the documentaries. That's all that they have written here. But, I mean, he talks about it more in there. I don't... Uh, I I don't know what the truth of that is, but apparently, you know, I mean, could it be more plausible than the devil? The devil, some reason I'm talking like Bill Cosby, but is it more reasonable than the devil? Is that mommy put a roofie in the pudding to put you to put you to bed? Is it major kill this fella, or is it more possible that the devil made you do it? <laughs> or both. Maybe the devil put, made mommy put the drugs in the food, which gave the devil power to take over his body and do the murder. Eh? That is some layered upon layered shit. You know what I'm saying? That's some inception shit right there. That is the top spinning on the table right there. The devil made mom drug them, which made him more susceptible to the possession. <laughs> I think that I think that checks out. This is like they're both right. Like they're, they're, the whole family's right. <laughs> uh I guess that documentary has been on Netflix for a little while because it's saying like these. I read a page on it for like four months ago, so I just didn't happen to see it or bother watching it until a couple of days ago. As uh, <clears throat> the Warrens, uh, of course, the Warrens are the family that you know sold sold the rights to these people's story, and uh, whether you believe or don't believe that you know the 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 family was possessed by the devil or perhaps drugged, <laughs> they fucked over the family. They took all the money from like selling off their stories and such, and. Uh, all that nonsense. <clears throat> it was a 1981 murder. The trial, or I guess he didn't get married until 1985. The murder was in 81. 
Uh, yeah, the the murder was, let's see here, the 1981 murder of Alan Bono appeared to be an open and shut case in Brookfield, Connecticut. To the police, it was was clear that the 40-year-old landlord had been killed by his tenant, Arne Johnson, during a violent argument. Then here, aided by two paranormal investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren, the 19-year-old's attorneys presented their client's claim of demonic possession as a potential defense for his murder of Bono. It's the first time in history that a defense like this one was used in an American courtroom. Nearly 40 years later, Arne Johnson's case is still shrouded in controversy and unsettling speculation. It's also the inspiration for the film The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Ah, yes, which is obviously a fact-based movie. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's worth it's worth just hearing the audio of the kid saying the fat dick pork chop. <laughs> I can't do it justice. My voice is going to shit from being awake so long, and you know, t- I was talking a lot today. Well, we were, Jack Ben and I were talking a lot, shooting the shit while we we're moving. Cause you, you know, most of the time we're just waiting in an elevator <laughs> or waiting for the elevator, so we had a lot of time to chat. It was a real bonding experience. <laughs> uh but, uh, yeah, uh, that's really all I've got. I've been going on a while. Cause, uh, I do need to rest my voice as I'm talking. I'm like, fuck, man, it's it's getting a little hoarse. I need to get some fluids in there. Get it lubed up. Lube up my throat. Maybe put a couple more things down it. And uh, call it a night. And uh, hopefully, you know, the future gets better. The future's more brighter. I, I need to wear shades again. I want my future to be so bright. I gotta wear shades right now. It's not. It's looking a little dull, looking a little dull. But I feel like there's still there's still some good sunshine days left before I kick the bucket and the devil makes me do something. <laughs> I'm not murdering anybody unless the devil makes me do it. I'm saying it now. If I murdered somebody, I was possessed. Cause. I can be a real dick sometimes, but I've never been violent towards people. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be violent towards an animal. If something happens to an animal, I'm telling you, that is a fucking violent possession. No matter how pissed off I'm going to be, if there's an animal around, I ain't going to fucking do anything ignorant to the animal. That's just that's just cruel. Now, if there's some person, even like a, you know, <laughs> a child, like, fuck you, you little monster. <laughs> I'll be a dick to a child. Or whatever, whatever kind of person, but not an animal. I mean, I won't murder a person. I won't do that or physically hurt them. But I, I you know, I'm not even big into like yelling animals. I mean, maybe back in the day because I didn't know what to do. Why had animals and they were doing something wrong? I was like, hey! But now I'm like, let's dogs. I feel like it's kind of better to yell at them to like let them know when they're doing something bad. No, I'm still not real great at yelling at dogs. I definitely don't yell at cats. They don't seem to take it well. <laughs> they get all stressed out, go hide, and it just feels wrong. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. All right. As always, that is Kid in a Wheelchair, not a trash can.